I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, friends, what's up? We are back for the finale episodes of Never Have I Ever on the Never Have I Ever After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We are talking about the last two episodes of this incredible season, episodes 9 and 10, and so much happened. It was obviously a roller coaster. We are so ready to talk about it. Before we get there, I'm your host, Brian Saunders, and I am joined by uh, my amazing panel of two beautifully talented ladies who are ready to talk about this show with me. First up, she's a lover of Bollywood. She's a lover of all things India. She's an Indian in the U.S., giving us the most amazing perspective ever. Please welcome <laughs> Shikshya Maitani. Hey, girl. What's up, guys? It's finale time. <laughs> yes, let's do this. So ready. And with us as well, we always have the amazing, hey, Trina Dong. Hey, Trina Dong. Hi. <laughs> She is a lover of K-pop and all brings you the K-pop news weekly here on Afterbuzz TV. So check that out as well if you love K-pop. But guys, I'm ready to jump in. Like there mm. was these last two episodes. I can't wait to talk all about it. So let's just talk, start with the elephant in the room. It's not really an elephant. It's just what we were surprised <laughs> by because Prashant is hot. And yeah. we, were, <laughs> we were shook. And so was Whoa. Kamala. So was Noni. Everyone was shook in the family. So Shiksha, tell me what you were thinking when Prashant knocked on that door. Um, I was like, what? <laughs> okay, <laughs> lucky, because with arranged marriages, the way that people, the families arrange the marriages, it has to do with your family, mm. like who your family is, what their standing is in society. Um, really? And then there are almost levels of families. So you mm. marry into a family that's equal to you or higher. It's not correct it's just the way it is um mm -hmm. so you don't necessarily go you don't go by looks or anything like that you go by the family yeah. so she mm. got really lucky <laughs> so hot doesn't always happen um definitely yeah i was I shocked i was like oh okay him mm -hmm. <laughs> yes yeah. And we'll talk about it too, but he was also so sweet. Like literally the nicest guy ever. Like love him. Can't wait to break yeah. all that down. But speaking of nice guys, Trina, Steve breaks in. What were you I, thinking? <laughs> I was so mad when he broke in because he was just sitting upstairs. This is when it all went downhill for Steve. He just sat upstairs, reading a magazine, waiting to get caught and then to do what? And then obviously her man's walks in the front door looking like, I mean, sexy Hollywood star People magazine. Like, what <laughs> yeah. the heck? He's not even hot. He's like a not a real human being, huh? Yes. And so oh that was crazy. <laughs> there was just no chance for Steve after that because he wasn't trying hard enough. So Steve, he let me down in the end. Yeah. I, I know. Disagree, though. I feel like he he tried a lot hard because he broke into the house like trying. But then he just like... sat there. He knew how to break True. in the house. And Davy did bring that up. She's like, why aren't you downstairs like fighting yeah. for her? True. I feel like he was probably just really intimidated by the the things that he didn't know of from sure. the culture because Kamala was already telling him how big of a deal it was, how she couldn't walk away from it. So I think, and, and through things that he was saying, it was clear that he didn't really know about it or understand yeah, right. it. So I think that for him, it was just really intimidating. He didn't know what he would mm -hmm. be walking into. But he wanted to show her that he loved her, so he broke into the room. But it was here that I lost it for Steve completely because the way that he proposed to her and the way that he was saying, <laughs> like, like it's slavery, like you're being bought and oh, sold. Oh yeah. And she was even like, "That's stuff. a little bit and offensive." Like, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and Kamala <laughs> even said that's mildly offensive, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it kind of was." So 
that's where I kind of lost it for the guy because I was like, I was I was all for him for a minute, but yeah. Yeah, yeah he I didn't... was rooting for Steve, but then once Prashant walked in, I was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. Exactly, like there, it was never gonna happen if yeah. she was so on the fence, and then that walks in. Yeah. Like, everybody <laughs> yeah, else. She's like, I'm jumping the fence. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Duh. Yeah, and Steve. All right, let's talk about Davy and the heart for a second because that was another big thing that happened for her in this episode. You know, she was she's obviously still struggling with that. We saw this from the beginning few episodes where she couldn't even play the harp at her orchestra practice because she obviously still has this sort of PTSD, these bad thoughts whenever she goes to that harp because of what happened with Mohan. Um, so Trina, did you feel for her in this? What were you thinking when you saw her struggling with that? Yeah, I felt really bad because for one, the uncle came in and just kind of hijacked everything. And yes. was just like, we want you to do whatever I want you to do now. And you will do this thing and I will make you feel bad, basically. And so, and, but obviously everyone else that knew why she didn't play it was upstairs. So mm. she didn't have any protection or any help. And I, we saw it in her mom too. Her mom was feeling for her. Yes. And I wish her mom would have been vocal about that so they could have a moment there. But yeah, I felt really bad because the harp, opened up things for the rest of these episodes for all of this internal battling trying to sleep everything it was really sad yeah well speaking of Melanie Shishka I want to get your thoughts because we talked about this before with the whole like is she like this enforcer is she this stern Indian mother or is she not and we saw that again with Kamala and Steve because she walks in on Kamala and Steve and she totally does not think what, we're, what we think she's going to do. I thought she was going to blow the hell up and it was going to be a nightmare, <laughs> but she went the exact opposite route. So tell me what you were thinking. You know, I'm torn here because it's like on one on one end, I want them to show a true Indian mom or at least what the majority would necessarily like what they would act like. But then they were also really trying with this show to show Indians living in the U.S. as also Americans and like, they're just mm -hmm. like all of us. And if you think of American moms too, you have all kinds of moms, all good moms, bad moms, they behave in different ways. So, yeah. you know, it's the same with Indian moms, of course, but I think that the writers were trying to do too many things with the mom mm. that it didn't work. And I kind of started to really not like the mom this episode. Um, because I understand that she's going through her own thing. She just lost the love of her life. But she's still the mom and you have to be, you see your child struggling. Your child was paralyzed for three months, you know, mm -hmm. so, and now she's acting out. Why do you think that is, right? Um, I know that a lot of Indian parents will be just like, uh, like, just like Chamak, like, just like, get over it, you know, just mm, sure. get over it. Um, the fact that they went that she went to therapy is very un-Indian technically um, mm -hmm. because like you shouldn't need help you should just be fine like that's the mentality but yeah. um, it's an Americanized Indian so therefore you need therapy and I thought that that was a really cool step that the show took to show that even Indians can take that step but now with the mom and dealing with all this crap and, and then dealing and then baby remembering her big fight with her mother mm -hmm. and then treating Kamala better than she treated her it did yes. not sit well with me at all the way it yeah was, yeah I, I was confused with that too because I was like why is at one point at one vein you're thinking like maybe she's treating Kamala different because that's not really her daughter you know mm -hmm. she's kind of raising her like her daughter and she's like kind of being like a motherly figure 
but her real daughter who she should be a little bit more passionate to she's doing the opposite you know so we saw that with Paxton when Paxton shows up and he spills the beans about everything and not only like goes off she goes off on Davey she goes off on Paxton and they're obviously all shook so like Trina what were you thinking for Paxton when that happened I felt really bad. Those those were jabs that did not need to go down. Yes. I don't know because it's silly to me to oh, excuse me, I didn't know he was an honor student. So mm-hmm. mean. Seriously. So mean. So yeah. I understand that she was popping off because the the lies were adding up and the disrespect was adding up. So I agree yes. with all of that. She was doing way too much this girl. She was getting away with a lot of stuff and her mom was not punishing her but her mom was letting it pile and then bring this guy in here who keeps, it's funny, John McEnroe made like a tennis reference and said, Paxton, these are unforced errors. It was so funny, but it's true. Paxton kept exposing her. So it's not, that's not his fault, but she was so mean to him. And then he was doing other stuff. That was just a really cringe Mm -hmm. scene. I felt bad for everybody. For sure. Shikta, how about you? What did you feel for Paxton? Oh, I felt so bad for the guy. I think that he was just walking into a really bad situation to begin with. Um, so it wasn't going to go well, no matter which way we looked at it. No. Um, the poor guy, like it was just bad timing, bad luck. Uh, yeah. The mom was extremely harsh to him. I feel like those are all the kind of things that she should have said to Davey in private. Oh, not yeah. her. Because the things that she said made sense to me I could hear any Indian mom saying exactly that actually no matter even though it was really mean yeah I could hear an Indian mom saying that yeah but not in front of the guy I that threw me a little bit because he was standing right there it was disrespectful um even in Indian communities it's all about the way that you come across and she did not come across very well you know so I feel yeah. like she should take that inside and yelled at her inside yeah, definitely. Yeah, she could have easily just asked him to excuse himself and be like, okay, thanks for coming, whatever, bye. And then, like you said, really get lay it into Davey. Um, but, you know, on a lighter note, after they got Steve out of there, we did see Sean <laughs> and Kamala come together, which I'm mm-hmm. so happy about because I loved seeing that little end moment where they were like, where they just understood each other. And I think that's what this whole thing was about was really just understanding each other. They're like, oh my gosh, you feel the same way about this or like, you know, how I'm struggling with balancing this Indian and American culture. So um, Shiksha, your thoughts, do you, do you like them together? Are you still team Steve? What's, what's your thoughts? Oh no, I'm so team Kassan at this point. She was like, she hit the jackpot with the arrangement. Oh my God. Wow. So, well, because her fam- she already knows that the families approve, right? Yes. And he's hot. And I don't know why I'm counting with two hands. He's hot. <laughs> um, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a, there's lot, a lot. He's very hot. He's very hot. <laughs> the families already accept him uh, or accept each other. And he's super nice and sweet. They seem to relate to each other. Um, I like that they want to take it slow and get to know yeah. each other instead of just hopping into the marriage. And the fact that he respected that just shows a lot of it like what his character is that he's mm-hmm. willing to take a step back and and just like give her a minute and take it slow team Prashant all the way same yeah uh, Trina how did you feel about his his reactions to like Davy? because obviously the uncle was just like rubbing Davy the wrong way but Prashant <laughs> was so nice and so sweet he's he like was... it's okay if you don't want to play like it's okay yeah I think that the way he behaved at the end made it clear why he was behaving the way he was throughout 
He's just mm-hmm. a nice guy and he understands what it's like to live in a family like this, or at least similar to it. Yeah. And so trying to be kind to the family around him because he knows how awkward it is for everyone. But I do have a question. When mm-hmm. they agreed to take it slow at the end, does that mean they're going to lie to the parents and then yeah. they're personally going to? Okay. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's going to lie and sneak around because otherwise there's too much family pressure and they're going to force them to like get engaged and start getting married right away. They will tell the parents it's not happening? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I think so. But I want to talk about the uncle real quick. Yeah. Um, Yeah. They did such a good job on the uncle. Oh my God. (laughs) They did such a good job because uncles like and we've talked about this already but you know the Indian community is so up in your business um especially with the aunties in the Ganesha Puja episode they just they already they gave a description of the aunties like they're not related to you but they have opinions on your life and you have to respect them same with the uncles you know um and especially the uncles that are related to you so they Mm. have like this They can come into your house and tell you what to do and and tell you what to Mm. think and how to act. And that's okay because that's just the way it works. So the way that he was, he was so demanding and the way he was bitching about the security because that's (laughs) his business. Like, oh, I just thought of so many of my own uncles that, yeah, it made sense. Is it uncles if it's an elder, no matter what? What do you mean? Like if it's an elder... Like, if they're not related to you and it is an elder, is that the name that they're referred to? Yeah. Even, so you, okay. are, yeah. you refer to any older woman or man as an auntie or an uncle. Got it's them. a sign of respect. Sure. Because yeah. The community is just, we're so interlocked as a community so that even though they're not related to you, it doesn't matter. You still call them auntie and uncle. Yep. Yeah. But in this case, he was related, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, this I think one so is your brother. Yeah. 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 I have the same, like, you know, in my culture, it's the same where everyone is kind of all very communal. So we do have these like uncles and aunties that we're not really related to. But the ones I do related to, I also latched onto this guy because he was very much <laughs> like an uncle that I have. But it's obviously a cultural difference because I would end him. Like, I would not <laughs> let him talk to me like that. I would be like, go back to the wife you don't have. Like, literally, like, I would, I would like not even give it a second thought <laughs> oh we can't we have to respect our elders that yes. you can't raise your voice to them mm-hmm. you can't yell at them you, yeah. I've had so many of my elders like get on my nerves and get like go away but I just have to yeah. go vent to like my sister I can't yeah. say yes. or do anything it's just the yeah. way it is yeah, it's funny because most of my family is like that. They'll just be like, they'll come to me and they'll be like, I'll be like, honey, why didn't you say something? Because I would have. <laughs> like, you would not be standing right now if that was me. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely crazy. And it's, again, a testament to like, you know, for me, like my Americanization that I am not still related to my culture as much as I could be because most people in my culture would just like, you know, hold back and still respect mm-hmm. that. But I'm like, uh-uh, not me. I'm not the one. I'm not the one to mess with. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the last moment of this episode, which was obviously very, very, very heavy because we see that um, not only it spilled the beans, Arvin again, that they're moving back to India. And Davy was obviously so taken aback. She was shook. She was not prepared for such a bombshell. And it leads her to say something she obviously is going to regret to her mother. She basically says, I wish you were the one dead. So I need to know both of your thoughts on this because that was such a heavy moment. Trina, what did you think? really really sad 
And I feel for both of them because I know that young girl has so much going on in her head that mm-hmm. she literally is driving herself crazy. And then she spat that out because she really doesn't think her mom likes her. Yeah. And she said that because she's so hurt because she doesn't think the only person left likes her. So of course it's awful, awful to say, but it's understandable to me that a young person would blurt something like that out when they feel, you know, that they're by themselves. But Mm -hmm. it obviously is really sad for the mom too, because she is not, has never connected with her in the way of raising her the way that she would want to. Is the answer moving back to India? Like that's a pretty intense answer. So I feel bad for everybody. I think it really got to the end of everyone's ropes here. Mm -hmm. How about you? Uh, Yeah, I agree. I think she's 15 years old. She's gone through a lot this year, like a hell of a lot, more than any 15 year old should have to go through. Um, So I understand why it came out. Not that I agree with it. I just understand why that was said. But what I don't, I just don't get is the mom and how she could say that to her husband about yeah. uh she's not my daughter she's yours and oh yeah that was awful and she wasn't joking she was serious like I yeah. can't take care of her anymore she's on you now like what? but do we think that's connected to the what they alluded to a miscarriage there earlier in an earlier episode they alluded when she was crying in the bed remember and he was like we have uh, the, all the family we need that she holds some sort of resentment toward the child that she has because she lost well, another. I, mm. I don't, I don't see that connection. Not that you're, I mean, you could be right. I just, yeah, I, don't know. I didn't feel that, but I was upset that they didn't explain or justify what the mom said, because yeah. that was so harsh. Your 15 year old daughter is telling you that she heard you and mm-hmm. she didn't have anything to say in return. She just mm-hmm. said, well, I love you, but she didn't. And like, as a 15 year old girl, that's not enough. That's just oh, not yeah. enough. So, yeah. oh, my heart went out to baby in that moment. Um, and then on top of that, she wants to move her to India where she knows <sighs> nobody. Like, and, mm-hmm. and I understand why the mom wants to, because in India, yeah. she has a lot of family and friends who can help her with her kid. But baby doesn't get that. And the fact that they're not communicating means that, of course, she won't, she won't understand it. The mom has to Absolutely. explain that to her. Yeah. Yeah. So all of that drama leads us into episode 10. So this is the finale and obviously things are just going to go crazy. <laughs> so we start off that Debbie, Davey is actually staying at Ben's house due to that blow up with her mom. Um, so Shiksha, I know you're team Ben. So give me a take <laughs> on this. <laughs> uh, I thought of you this entire episode. Oh, <laughs> Ben, yes. Okay. But if this episode didn't put you on team Ben, Mm-hmm. then I just can't with you okay because, <laughs> oh my god I mean he was looking out for her this whole yes. episode he's a, she's her frenemy friend yeah they're friend frenemies they're not I think they're just anymore, friends they're now friends. I think at this, at this point they might be friends already friends. yeah okay yeah they're friends they're just friends and he cares about her so much that he he's everything about this episode was amazing when it comes to Ben he went to her friends and convinced them when her friends and her made up he reminded them wait a minute you still have to convince her he drove her without a license (laughs) like he waited for her like oh my god 
team Ben. Yes. I love that. I want to break all that down because all of those were super, like you said, pivotal moments for Ben um, and the storyline between him and Davey. So we're going to get to all of those. But you know, it's funny when I was watching this episode back, I remembered, you know, our after shows and there's someone that we actually haven't talked about at all, or maybe only once, which is mm-hmm. Eric. And he's like this comic relief, the big guy was, this- remember the, the brown thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the brown Eric? thing. The- exactly. Brian is stuck on this Eric character. <laughs> Wait, who? So he's the guy that was, you remember the first few episodes where he was like, it smells like shit over here. <laughs> and then there was a brown thing on his lip. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> there, Brian's the only one that caught the brown thing. Just so you know, I was not there. Brian had to walk me through what he's talking about. <laughs> But Eric, are you saying when he, up again. Yeah, when he came he, in to he came back again with, to, with Kamala. Kamala. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I That's just wanted funny. to bring him up because I realized that he yeah. he's actually more present than we thought he was. You know, he's yeah. pretty much been at, at least one time in every single episode. And he's just there for that comic relief. But I just laughed again when I saw him. <laughs> and I thought back to the brown thing on his lip and I just lost it. Um, Terrible. <laughs> so I actually also want to talk about Melanie's flashback. So when she's in the process of trying to sell the house to this realtor, she has this flashback of her and Mohan when she first, when they first bought this house. And obviously, even the realtor mentioned it, Mohan loved this house so much. It was so special to him and to, you know, the family that he built. So Trina, what were you thinking? Do you, do you think that Anilani was right to even try and sell the house? I mean, yeah, that's what she felt like she needed to do. It is sad. It does feel like it's trying to heal the issue by pushing away the issue a little bit Mm -hmm. but you know she wants to move back to India and she thinks that's the answer so selling it sadly doesn't really have to do with how much he loved the house it just has to do with her moving forward but the flashbacks everybody's flashbacks of him the whole season I thought were just really sad because of how wonderful he is Mm -hmm. like I wish he was in the show because (laughs) he would be such a great character to watch with everybody in the show so yeah it's sad it is sad well on a kind of happier note just because I love Paxton um (laughs) he was also there but he is still like reeling from when Melanie roasted the hell out of him like she ended his life (laughs) and his career yeah so (laughs) um he's been brushing off Davy a lot so Shiksha I want to get your thoughts like do you think he is right to brush Davy off like this for what he's feeling towards Melanie or what are you thinking? I don't think he was right because when the mother was roasting him if you'll remember Davy defended him and said yes. he's not stupid that alone should have been what made him not brush her off if yes. she hadn't said no he's not stupid then okay I would understand because then she would have just been standing there while this happened but she yeah. stood up for him so dude you know, it's her mom. It's her parents. She's looking out for her. Like, duh, get over it. Definitely. Well, you mentioned a little bit, Shishka, about um, Dr. Ryan, that she went to therapy. Uh, Melanie mm-hmm. went, is actually the one that went to therapy this time. Um, so one line that stuck out to me was, um, I know I'm not as good as Mohan, but I'm trying. So Trina, when you heard that, like, I'm sure it, I hope it resonated with you as much as it did with me. Like, what were you thinking? I, first of all, did think it was crazy that we saw her there. Mm -hmm. Uh, because I didn't think she would want to sort anything out and I also kind of felt like she didn't while she was there anyway she was just doing it for whatever reason to make her feel better but I'm sure she 
this whole thing is heightened because that really is how she feels. She feels like he was the better parent. She feels like he was the better human. And mm-hmm. she's been trying to carry out this family for the both of them. And yeah. that's what it is. But she sees it in more of a matter of fact way instead of a changing it kind of way. Definitely. And um, I think she's, she mentioned that she's like, she's so hard on Davy because she's trying to protect her or look out for her. Do you, do you agree with that? Yes and no. I, I agree. And this is again where I'm torn with the character because it makes sense that she's hard on her because she loves her and wants to protect her. But the way that they show it doesn't make sense to me. So, Mm -hmm. you know, but the fact that she went to therapy already said is a huge deal, especially the mom therapy. What I also thought was interesting is they don't show the mom having any friends. No American friends. Oh, oh my God. Interesting. Yeah, because I think about my own family and if something like this were happening, we'd fall back on our family or friends, family that we're really close to, not like gossipy friends, like the ones that you're really close to, or you can find it in some American friend that you really love. So the fact that she had nobody to fall back on is interesting to me and kind of unrealistic because they've been living there for years and years and years. She's a doctor. So she meets people. Mm, you know how it, and and so they put her in therapy which again is a big step forward to show indians doing that but also unrealistic because no friends yeah, yeah. i agree and you know the therapy session leads her to go and see davy because it reminds her that the next day is um mohan's birthday so she approaches uh-huh. davy trying to let her know like hey you know let's just let's move past this and i want to get over you i have to give you my take on davy because yeah she was a brat in this moment like, I, I think this would have been the moment for her to just come back and it would have made, it would have just been so much easier because Melanie already took the first step to, I guess she didn't really apologize, but she tried to mend the fence. Yeah. So maybe that's why Davy wasn't as receptive because she didn't apologize. But mm-hmm. at that same token, I feel like Davy really laid it into her and said some really cruel things again after already saying she wishes she was dead, you know? So yeah. that was my take. I just thought that Davy was being like extra cruel and I feel like it was a little bit unnecessary. Chiksha, I think I see your face. What do you think? <laughs> I, I like, I needed the mom to apologize for what Davy mm. overheard her saying to her dad. Sure. That was, it was so harsh and so not okay and, and troubling as a child to hear your mother say that about you. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I, I know why Davy was lashing out and lashing out again. It makes complete sense to me. She's 15 years old. She doesn't feel safe with her own mother. So the mother is the one who needs to, yeah, she took the step forward, but she didn't apologize. So it sure. wasn't enough, Maya. It ended up being Davy who takes, who's the bigger person in this situation. Yeah. The mother should have been the one to do it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I see it from that perspective too. I think I, for me, it was just the fact that David was, you know, still laying into her. And I think it was just more so the fact that it was Mohan's birthday. So I feel like Melanie was already a little bit like vulnerable and it was still, I don't know, maybe I'm like overthinking, but I think that David was just being a little bit cruel for my thing. Um, but someone else uh, who to talk about was Rebecca. So Rebecca basically roasted Paxton again <laughs> because she, she, called she was him awesome she was I love her she was like one of the best characters in the show and I love yeah. how she called Paxton out on his stuff you know because he was basically saying I'm too cool for Davey no matter what he was feeling for her he was like yeah you know I'm like a jock and I'm cool and she will be in the spelling bee so like Trina what were you thinking like what did you think when Rebecca basically roasted Dave Paxton again 
I mean, I'm glad that she's there and asking questions because I don't think anybody else questions this guy. He just Mm -hmm. kind of gets away with whatever he wants to do. And she's right. He is a jerk. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this guy is also a little tormented for all of his other reasons, too. So I don't feel bad for him. But I get that he's masking all of his stuff because he doesn't want to be anything other than the cool Hawkeye, which is, you know, something that he's created for himself. So I love her. I think she's hilarious. And I think he needs to get a grip a little bit. It's exactly what Bryant said, too. It's like she's the one who grounds him almost. Yeah. Brings him back to real life and shows him the way that it is. And he needs but he has nobody else in his life to do that for him. So no. I mm-hmm. love her. She's awesome. She's the best. Yeah, because like you're going to say, you know, he is a popular guy at school and no one else is going to say anything. Everyone is just no. falling at his knee, falling on their knees at his knees, you know? So it's like, yeah. he is just, he thinks so highly of himself. And, but at the same token, I do like how they've also given him these layers throughout the show because I feel like with other shows, like this like hot guy character, is kind of one-dimensional, you know, throughout the entire yeah. season. He's really one-dimensional and he they don't usually give him any kind of layers, but, you know, with this layer with Rebecca who grounds him and the fact that he kind of still has these moments with Davy, I think that's really great. Um, so uh, we'll get there in the end because I have a question for you guys in the end, but I'm, gonna hint <laughs> that I'm still kind of Team Paxton. Um, <laughs> Classic. But, <laughs> but let's just save it for the end. Before we get there, we have to really quick save just talk about the reunion, you know, because Eleanor and Fab, Trisha <laughs> is still shook. She's like, what is wrong with She's you? She's like, please <laughs> leave the room. <laughs> I mean, I like Paxton, don't get me wrong. But ben. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, I'm screaming. Okay. So uh, Ben, speaking of Ben, he convinces Eleanor and Fab to reunite with Davy. Again, yeah. I'm going to give my small little take on this. Davy's actually been a bad friend. See, I'm going to say, I think this episode didn't really do it for Davy, for me, for Davy. They, no. She was painted in a really bad light, I think. And that's kind of why I'm really upset with her. Like, even in this moment, like, <laughs> I feel like Fab and Eleanor were the ones to kind of come back and forgive her when yeah. Davy's the one that's been actually the bad friend this whole time, you know? Mm-hmm. and I think it's just me like I'm kind of like I'm a kind of a bitch um so like I wouldn't be the one to take the high road myself but I think that's why <laughs> you're, you're shocked you're shocked, shocked. <laughs> yeah. but tell me your guys thoughts Trina would you have forgiven David Davy that easily no because this would have been the third to fourth time in the last how many ever days that she's done something that kind of sucked Mm -hmm. Uh, but yes I would have helped her because this was a very extreme situation we're dealing with ashes of someone's father so absolutely I would have taken the bait and helped Ben but after that you know she's going to keep doing things to you if she doesn't recognize the real issues here and doesn't keep just getting you guys back because it keeps working so of course I would have helped her because it's too big of a deal to mess with the BS But afterward, you know, there's a lot of high school left if she doesn't go to India and mm-hmm. this could keep happening over and over. Shiksha, what did you think of the fact that it was Ben who actually kind of reunited them? <laughs> what do you mean? What did I you mean- think? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how much did you love it? That's a better question. <laughs> oh my God. It was like, my heart was like growing, you know? Yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, because he, he 
took that step for Davy without Davy asking. Like that was such a boyfriend move in a way, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're just friends, okay? And okay. I don't know. And then he stood there and he watched them, like make up Reunite. and yeah. make amends. Yeah. And then he still reminded them again, guys. Go. We still have a bigger deal, like a bigger issue here. He was just really looking out for her, and that for me yeah. was like. That was the moment where I was like, oh, sorry, Paxton, I love you and all, but nah. Oh, <laughs> no. yeah. I want to oh say, God. though, about the yes. friends, I agree with Trina that I would have done the same thing. I would have helped um, with the ashes because it's such a big deal, but yes. I don't know that I would have forgiven so easily. No. But at the same time, I do think that um, it was cool that they showed, before they talked about Davy and her dad, that they sh- showed Davy immediately helping Eleanor with her issues, with the mm. way she's dressing and like yeah. telling her to come back. So she was almost redeeming herself in that moment. Sure. Um, and also, Davy had to be the bigger person with her mom. True. So I, I guess it kind of makes sense that her friends had to be the bigger person with her. Like she couldn't be the bigger person. I'm looking at it from a writer's perspective. Like yeah, that's true. I agree. I, I see right. that too. You're right. Yes. All right. Well, okay. Let's just talk about the last two big moments. So obviously, <laughs> thankfully, Davy makes it to the beach at the at the help of Ben, which we love. Um, and she has this heartfelt moment because she makes it and she helps Melanie and Kamala spread the ashes. And obviously, I'm sure you guys were as emotional as I was. So just tell me like briefly what you were feeling. Like how great was it to see that? First of all, let's not forget that John McEnroe himself yes, he made up an appearance and finally. <laughs> is the reason why was awesome. stopped. Uh, amazing. She's like, Mr. McEnroe. Um, <laughs> that was so good. But that was yeah, awesome. sobbing the entire time because all so that good. they needed, first of all, was to see eye to eye and both be like, I'm sorry, this is how I feel. I'm sorry, this is how I feel. And let's get to moving. And so sob central so glad that everyone got to heal in that way yes and i thought it was the perfect sub ending it was uh super emotional uh even for me i think they they did the scene really well because it definitely um gets to you like it just gets to you oh yeah but also nothing was really fully resolved and i think that that's problematic and i wonder Mm -hmm. what's going to happen after the birthday you know, do they go mm-hmm. back to their old ways? Do they start to communicate? I think that this is a really big moment where they could go either way yeah. um, in their relationship. So I wonder what they'll do for a next season if there is one. But um, yeah, the scene itself was amazing. It just, they did it really well. Yes, mm-hmm. I loved it. So emotional. And then that leads us to see that Ben was waiting <laughs> for her the whole time. Which we love so much. So we obviously all have thoughts. But one thing I want to do is, on the count of three, we all have to say what team we're on. Okay, okay. ready? <laughs> one, two, <laughs> three. Back <laughs> Trina, you too? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I okay, like, know who she really each. wants. Run through it. Run through why. I'll keep going. <laughs> I know who she really wants and I get why Ben makes the most sense, but I know that she actually feels the most for Paxton. So team Paxton. 
Yeah. Sorry. Tisha, your thoughts. Go. <laughs> he's just physically attracted to Paxton. Ah, no, he's he can, not. He can communicate with Ben. Every time she's had a problem at home, when she lied about having sex, the first person she told was Ben. Ben knew everything uh-huh. that was going on in her life more than her friends, than her family. Ben, Ben is her person. Yeah, her friend, to... her friend Ben. Exactly. No, Everybody needs a best friend. <laughs> there is an attraction. There's a heat when they fight. You know. A heat. Yeah. They, yeah, because they hate each other. <laughs> no, they love each other. I will say what I want for if there is a season two. I guess we'll do a little bit of predictions. If there is a season two, which I hope so, there is. Please. I just want her to be with Paxton, so we get this love triangle. Because I feel like that'll just be so amazing to <laughs> see. Like, <laughs> she's just like, F you. <laughs> no, I need, I need Paxton to pine for Davy now. Because Davy has been he so bad about her loving Paxton. I need him to pine for her now. I would actually be here for that. I would love that. If I just don't really, think he will. I don't think so either. <laughs> but well, that's I, what I want. <laughs> right like if well, she's with Ben he'll just be like keep it moving girl that's fine there's like a hundred other fish in the sea exactly right okay I should just ask you guys while we're here do you want to play our favorite game or do you want to do predictions for a season two? Oh, well we should probably do predictions right okay let's, let's do, do that yeah. okay so let's do that so I've only said a little bit and Chicksha said a little bit too so Trina tell me some predictions for season two um, I hope they don't go to India because then we have a very confusing season two. I hope Kamala, I hope we see the process because even, because I asked you guys, what do we, how does that even work now that they're going to hide? I would mm-hmm. love to see what she goes through in the process of trying to avoid arranged marriage, but still with the guy that they want to arrange. I want to yes. watch a lot of that. I hope she gets Paxton and <laughs> I hope- I want her to work at Old Navy with Rebecca. Ah, I love, you. I love that. Six to help you. Okay, here it goes. I want her to have a better relationship with her mother, where they start to communicate with one another and love each other. Um, and I know I want to see the process of them working towards that and getting there. Um, mm-hmm. They're definitely not going to India because there won't be a season two if they do. Uh, I would love to see Kamala deal with her family and the boy, like Prashant. She's going to date Ben and they have soulmates. And I love the idea of her working at Old Navy, which is going to keep her connection with uh, Paxton alive, allowing him to uh, pine for her. Yeah. Yes, I feel that. Okay, Matt, honestly, I'm kind of torn out too because I just like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no you're not you're lying I'm lying I love Paxton <laughs> I just I don't really have anything I just want her to be with Paxton that's it and I think that's what's gonna happen I think they're leaving us on this cliffhanger thinking that like oh my gosh happy ending she's with Ben they're perfect for each other but she is just gonna get back into her own drama and she's gonna turn back around and she's gonna find out that Paxton was at her doorstep and she is just gonna fall because that's why I was here for it because of all his crap the fact that he showed up at her doorstep, like I, if I found that out, I would be like so in my feels. I'd be like, oh my god, like he came to my house, like he was waiting for me. Like, what about what Ben did? What about what Ben did? <laughs> what did Ben do? We don't even remember. <laughs> do I he's need to listen to you? No, but he's her friend. No, I can't. I can't with you guys. No. <laughs> 
screaming oh my gosh well that is all the time we have guys it was been an amazing season i had loved honestly i loved doing this guys it was so so fun and yes. i obviously love this show so much it was such a great show and i obviously can't wait for season two we hope we get that so mini canning we're looking at you girl please give us that season two we want to yeah. see so much more development but before we head up here just show where can everyone find you on social media you can find me on tiktok instagram facebook youtube uh twitter at I at I am Bolly Girl, where I post about the after shows I'm on, Bollywood news, and all kinds of Bollywood dances. Amazing, Trina. How about you? Y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey Trina Dong. Yes, and you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at the Brian Santos, not the. Oh. <laughs> And that is all we have for you guys. Thank you so much for being here. We will hopefully see you for a season two. Catch us on all our other fun after shows we're doing here at AfterBuzz TV. Check out everything AfterBuzz TV has going on. We loved you having you here with us and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.